Welcome to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is the key master herself, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Welcome all of you to the program, be a spook, specter, astral traveler from Dimension X, or the daughter of Goldie Hawn. Are you referring to Oscar-nominated yoga pants magnate Kate Hudson? I am. That's fab. No faith. It's fabletics. Something tells me all of this has something to do with tonight's movie. Indeed, we are traveling down the bayou to Terrebonne Parish into a house a little off the beaten path. There we find Oscar nominees Jenna Rollins and John Hurt wasting away. Some might say slumming it in the movie. Some did at the time of this film's release. Jenna and John play Violet and Ben Devereaux. Ben is dying, and that is how Oscar-nominated yoga pants magnate Kate Hudson, playing hospice worker Caroline Ellis, comes into their lives. That's fab. No faith, it's fabletics. Peter Sarsgaard is Luke Marshall, attorney for the Devereaux, and Joy Bryant plays Jill, Caroline's best friend. No last name? No last name, just Joy. But she knows where the hoodoo store is. Secrets and spirits abound in tonight's film. Faith, tell the people what we're talking about tonight. Tonight we are talking about 2005's The Skeleton Key from director Ian Softley and screenwriter Aaron Kruger. Released on August 12, 2005, this southern supernatural film was not a hit with critics but fared a little better with audiences and was a modest hit at the box office. Tonight we have hoodoo rituals, body swapping, southern accents, hoodoo stores in the back of laundromats, rituals and incantations, and Goldie Hawn's Oscar-nominated yoga pants magnate daughter. That's Fabletics. Now you got it. You are listening to The Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. We're going to take a short pause for a coffee cause. When we get back, we have 2005's The Skeleton Key. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We'll see you on the other side. It's 12.01, The Witching Hour. You're listening to WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. You are cleared for departure. Your destination, the late night fright. Commencing transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Girls love Fabletics because... Well, it's cute. It's cute and it's affordable. Introducing Fabletics, a new line of activewear by Kate Hudson. The purple romper, that's one of my favorites. I love that. I'm kind of obsessed with the splatter print and I love the sweatshirt dress. I think I'm going to live in that. Fabletics delivers designer quality activewear at a great price and our best leggings ever are no exception. Right now, get two pairs of our best-selling leggings for just $24 when you sign up at Fabletics.com. Y'all, I'm Amanda Shaw. We all know Louisiana is as fun as all get out. So get out, take a road trip, and explore our state. Fill her up, then try a new restaurant that's as fun-loving as it is food-loving. 
grab the family and take off for monumental adventures at our 21 state parks. Or take a magical minivan tour along our 19 scenic trails and byways. Louisiana's a trip. Take one today. This is Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Plan your road trip. Welcome back to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. I guess that's our music. I guess. I guess I guess that's the theme music. I hear that and it's like Pavlov. It's like it's like we better get ready to talk about a movie. Yep. That's what we do on the show. We, that's what we do. We talk about movies. Uh before we get into it, you know, we always say that we're gonna take a short pause for a coffee cause. Mm -hmm. And we never talk about the coffee when we come back from break. That's true. So I'm instituting a new policy here on the late night fright because I know all of the viewers out there care about this. Mm -hmm. What are you drinking? What am I drinking? What are you drinking? I have community uh, coffee hotel blend. Community coffee is a Louisiana brand coffee. Which is where we are. Yes. We drop the facade for just a moment. Uh, <laughs> that's where we are. I am drinking Robert England's Stay Awake Blend from the good people at Dead Sled Coffee in New Jersey. Good pick. It is a, it's an excellent coffee. It really it? is. Excellent. Co- really that is. hotel blend is really good, too. It, it if really you're <laughs> out there and have the means, I think you can order community online. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the, on Amazon, I know for sure. The hotel blend is a really good medium roast. Mm-hmm. Really good. It's a really good, really any time of the day, but uh, it's like that nice afternoon mm-hmm. cup of coffee. Yep. So there you go. Enough shilling for the good people at community. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the Fabletics, Faith? Are, are you a fan of the splatter print sweatshirt dress? I haven't seen it. <laughs> Apparently, Kate Hudson is living in it. Apparently so. Apparently so. Fabletics. Fabletics. I'd, fab. I'd take a sweatshirt dress. That sounds cool. It's fa- that's fab. Yeah, that's fab. It's fabletics. fabletics. There you go. <laughs> and this has nothing to do with anything. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today about something we're going to talk about here in a minute. <laughs> but he brought up this word, which I had not heard in a long time. The word is hornswoggle. <laughs> What? Okay, I feel like I've heard that recently for some odd reason. You heard it but too? Not that long ago, yeah. Hornswoggle, for those of you out there that don't know, that is to get the better of someone by deceptive means. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound like a word David Letterman would have used yeah. a lot on his old show? I could so hear that. Uh, 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 hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. Uh, uh, hornswoggle. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dave, horn, hornswoggle. That's right, Paul. Hornswoggle. <laughs> There you go. It's a good word. It is a great word. It's got it's a little. A, it's got a little something there for yeah, everybody. It's, it's it's got some flair. It's, it's got it's, a, it's very it's, interesting. It's got some permutations, <laughs> as the kids are not saying. Are so, not saying. There yeah. you go. Hornswoggle. So did the skeleton key hornswoggle us this week? Did it get the better of us by deceptive 
means. Now, you've seen this movie a lot. I've seen it a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> I had actually not revisited this movie since I rented it on video okay. in 2005 or six when it was still relatively so you've only new. seen it the once. Not the one time before. The one time that okay. I can remember. And it was kind of amazing how much of it came back. Okay. A lot of it. A lot of I it used came to back. own this, I think, on DVD, okay. so I'd watch it quite often. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to assume that you kind of like this movie. I do. What are your and thoughts on this movie? It's kind of hard to like really put in words what I like about it. There's just, I guess, that southern haunted vibe kind of feeling is kind of all over it. You know, when you drive up to that yeah. house, it kind of has that vibe, the music. And I don't know, I've always just really been drawn to the movie for some reason it just i'm entertained watching it even though i know what's gonna happen every time i watch it i i really enjoy this movie i don't think it's a great movie by any stretch of the imagination i don't think it's like the best movie. it is ever. not a bad movie no at all uh mr aaron Kruger, screenwriter that is a wonderful name for a so guy writing good. a horror film I know. makes you wonder is it his real name? Right. Who knows? <laughs> he does. <laughs> and uh, Ian Softly directed this. Uh, Aaron Kruger actually is responsible for the new Top Gun movie that is coming out. Top Gun Maverick that was filmed about 12 years ago before the world ended. <laughs> actually, I think the movie's been ready to go since 2019 and, and it's getting pushed back to like Christmas of 2021. So there you go. But uh, so he's got that coming up. My thoughts on this movie, see if you agree with me on this. Okay. This is like the perfect middle school horror movie. You know, this is like when you start reading Lois Duncan yeah. and you start reading Edgar Allan Poe. And that's, you start, that's probably what I was doing when I was watching m- Might have been. <laughs> and you start getting into a little more macabre uh-huh. and you realize that the macabre is not going to bite you back and, right. and you start kind of traveling into that world. This is a great kind of gateway drug mm-hmm. to horror films. Yeah, I and absolutely it, agree. It's a, and, and I mean that lovingly, mm-hmm. that it's a middle school mm-hmm. horror movie. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah, because I could imagine a 13-year-old watching this movie and getting completely hornswoggled by the ending. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that word, Faith? Hornswoggle? 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 Yeah, yeah. Hornswoggle? Yeah, yeah. Good yeah, word. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, my question is, have we done body switching on this show? I don't know that we've done body switching. We've done body snatching. <laughs> there's there's some been some snatching, snatching going but... <laughs> on. It's a great word. It isn't really it? is. That's another great word. Snatch. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> word. Yeah. Hey, hey now. Yeah, you know, it's a family show. Hey, that well, we're they're just snatching people up. Don't I mean. horn swoggle. <laughs> The audience. Hornswoggle sounds like a dirty word, too, it doesn't does. it? Doesn't when it? When you started to say it, I was like, where's he going with this horn? What, what is it? What is it about certain words like that aren't dirty sound dirty? They, they sound know. they sound dirty. Splatter. It's a word that the splatter I just dress. Think of Dexter. Splatter print. Think of blood. What is what is Kate Hudson thinking? I don't know. Um it this really is just I, I love the story mm-hmm. of this movie and I can forgive a lot of its transgressions. Um 
something about this just doesn't come together for me fully. I, I feel I know like, what you're talking about. I yeah. feel like there's a decided lack of tension mm-hmm. and mystery, mm-hmm. even though there's a mm-hmm. mystery happening. Mm-hmm. And I also think that the movie is lit way too brightly. I yeah. think the movies could could do with coming down a little bit in lighting texture and mm-hmm. it needed more fog and humidity. Yeah, watching this again. It's it's been a it's been a good while since I've seen it. I've seen it a lot, but it's been a good while. I did realize sitting there like really analyzing it, it does lack a good bit of mystery. There's like there are little moments where you're like, okay, cool, like let's have more of that. So yeah, I feel like it, it is it like you said, there's a mystery there. But they could have built up that mystery right. more right. going on in the house. It it feels, uh, I don't mean this in a derogatory term. We've mentioned her on the show before in uh, Glowing Light, Lois Duncan. Lois Duncan is the author of books such as I Know What You Did Last Summer. Uh, was it The Kid on the Milk Carton or something like that? The Face on the Milk Carton. She wrote... I think so. She wrote, Down a Dark Hall. Yeah, she wrote thrillers for the tween set back in the like day. That was like my favorite book oh, as a I, teenager. Yeah, right, right. Like, <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing. I was reading her books and right? watching this movie in sixth, seventh grade. <laughs> that's, I don't, that's why I loved it. I don't think she gets enough credit as a as a gatekeeper to, to the world of the thriller, mm-hmm. you know? I would be interested to go back and look at her books and see now reading them. If I'd just be like, all right, whatever, you know, <laughs> or, or if they, I'm sure they kind of stand up. I mean, kids, yeah. I think kids are still reading them. I think so. Uh, do kids still read? I don't know. I don't, I don't think they know what reading is. I don't think they do. I don't think either. they've heard of it. I don't, I don't know. Um, it, so certain elements of this don't come together for me, mm-hmm. but I absolutely love what the story ends up being about. Right. And I'm able to forgive, as I said, some transgressions of how we got there. Because when you get there, it, it doesn't lack then the punch of like the sixth sense because mm-hmm. it is something on those lines where it's not what you think it is. Yeah. And yeah, you think it's sort of like, it's just a, maybe a, a ghost movie. You know, like you're kind of going in yeah. with that. Maybe they didn't play up the ghost aspect of it enough. Maybe so. That could be. That but then it's, is it like, is it really about the ghost necessarily? Or is it more about like possession? Right. Right. Because like. Right. Right. Because they are, they're in their bodies. So. And, and again, it just, it, 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 it doesn't come together fully for me, mm-hmm. but I really like it because I, I like the resolution. Right. Uh, and it's just not a bad movie. It's yeah. a, it's a good solid watch. It, it, it. I don't feel like it drags too much. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think could I did I did make a note here is if she had gone into like the history of the house mm-hmm. because that ties into the end where then she quote unquote she gets the house and maybe you start noticing kind of like in Highlander where the uh, Roxanne Hart character starts looking at the signatures of uh, McLeod uh-huh. and they're all the same signature with yeah. different names you know and maybe like you could have started getting into like that where mm-hmm. you're going well, wait what exactly right. is going on here there's some uh chicanery yeah. that's another good word i don't know if i use that correctly just now but i, I i'm standing by <laughs> the usage of it don't hear it again chicanery i don't even know if i'm pronouncing chicanery. it chicanery i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right <laughs> definition can i hear it in a sentence <laughs> Can I hear it? It says, gosh, now I want to watch the spelling bee. 
I know I know what we're doing on the break. We're pulling up YouTube. We're watching clips from the spelling bee. I suggest all of you out there do it too. I like the spelling bee. I like the spelling bee too. I like words. <laughs> words like hornswoggle. Like hornswoggle. Here's a fun word, Mardi Gras. There's a good word, right? So part of this movie takes place in New Orleans. Uh, Faith and I are from Louisiana. This is our area. We're about how far from New Orleans are we? Uh, Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Well, but on the map, it's an hour and a half. With traffic, it's (laughs) two days. It's two days. (laughs) It's two days. Because if you have to be in New Orleans at for seven o'clock, seven p.m., you need to leave at seven p.m. the the day two day two two days days before. before. Pretty much. It's just that bad. I don't know why it 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 is. I know why. Why is that? People cannot drive. (laughs) People cannot drive. Yes, and it's something. if you're from New Orleans, I know we have some people from New Orleans who listen to the show, including the good people at the Open Shutters podcast who have been so nice and kind and have given us several shout outs on their show. We're giving them one back right now, mm-hmm. Open Shutters, and they do true crime and they do movie reviews and they have a lot of fun doing their show. It, it shows in what they do. We're going to need to do like a little crossover crossover, and then we yes. can talk about some true crime. They have, they have invited, right up my alley. they have invited us to do a crossover wow. and we just need to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, they live down there, so they probably will completely understand and appreciate what it is I'm about to say. I know exactly And I don't going. mean this in a derogatory term. So if you're down there in New Orleans and you get upset at this, just take a step back and realize I'm telling you the truth, that there's a certain point, it's when you get right past the airport, <laughs> the smell hits you. There, there's a decidedly New Orleans smell. Yes. Every big city has a smell. New Orleans is no own, exception. But it has its own. Is no exception, state. and I think being under sea level like it is in that crescent-shaped bowl, um, I think gives it a decidedly musky aroma. Mm-hmm. It smells like a night out and bad decisions is what it smells like. It smells like, like a, a week out, like you've been out every night for a week, and and you're just sweating battery acid. That's that's what it is. You're sweat. It's like John Goodman running a marathon is what it is. What it is. Um, who who I think lives down there or, or did it he one does time. Have a house down there. Or yeah. yeah yeah. Well, lots of people have houses in New Orleans, Faith. Well, I know he has like a Nicholas house. Cage. He has a whole mausoleum or yeah, tomb or he's something. Got a tomb. Something like that. But uh, it, there there's there. <laughs> but New Orleans, it's it's really unique city. It has a, a decidedly unique energy to it. Uh, there is no other city like it in America. No, you know, I love the history. There are there are uh, major metropolitan cities, of course, all over this country, and I've been to several, and they all kind of have some similarities. Of course, every city has its own characteristics, but New Orleans, there's nothing like, <laughs> New, Orleans, like New Orleans, and a lot of it starts with the architecture and mm-hmm. the look of the city, and the feel of the city. Um, one thing. Uh, yeah, it's hot. It's very hot. <laughs> it's very yeah, hot. it's a it's a it's a slower pace of life because it's just so damn hot. It's so disgustingly hot. hot. Disgustingly yeah. it, and disgustingly hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. It's the the heat, only way to put it. Heat, eh? heat and humidity. <laughs> you know, and then you're in that bowl. You know, and it just it just festers. <laughs> it just festers. It's sweat. So I'm going a long way around. New Orleans, of course, most famous for Mardi Gras, and. I'm going to give the skeleton key points because for some reason, every time they make a damn movie that's set in New Orleans, 
They have to include Mardi It is Gras. Mardi Gras. And I'm wondering if the people in New Orleans might feel like the people in Chicago, because every time there's a movie in Chicago, it's St. Patrick's Day. There's always a St. Patrick's Day parade. Uh-huh. Ferris Bueller, The Fugitive. I think there's one in a Steven Seagal movie, Above the Law. If there's not, there should be. <laughs> um, but it just seems, you know, it's kind of one of those things like, well, it's got to be Mardi Gras, you know? Throw it, yeah. Yeah. Listen, they do other things in New Orleans. <laughs> they do. They do other things in New like- Orleans. Like? I thought it was Mardi Gras all year. All well, year. they get ready for Mardi Gras. That's that's what they do. I mean, yeah, it's the only city pregnant. in America where there's a church and a bar on like the same corner. Sometimes they're the same building. Sometimes, yeah, I know. Sometimes the same building. So it gets points because it's not Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the white alligator in the room. I see what I did there. The Bayou. Yeah. So they go into Terrebonne Parish. New Orleans is in Which Jefferson is Parish. Why this house that this movie is filmed at is not even in Terrebonne Parish? I'm just gonna throw you throw okay. that out there for you. I, I'm I'm not worried about the house right now. What I am worried. Well, I'm just about, telling you that they're lying to your face. They are not really. Terrebonne Parish is like Homa. This house is nowhere near Homa. No, this is they hornswoggled us. They hornswoggled hey. us. Hey, Faye. Faye. Yeah. Faye. Yeah. <laughs> you ever been hornswoggled, Faye? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, Dan. Yeah, I've been, been hornswoggled. Yeah, yeah, crazy. It's kooky. For all of you out there who uh, are not above the age of 30, that's the uh, Late Night with David Letterman program aired on NBC 1981 to 92, then on CBS. <laughs> he was something back in the day, wasn't he? Yes. He was something, man. I miss him. That is, uh, so there's a white alligator in the room. This movie is set in the South. They get points for not including Mardi Gras, making it just so trite. Mm-hmm. What do we think about the accents in this movie? Oh man! Okay, we have to, to talk. talk about we have this. to talk about this. Faith and I are from the South. Uh, I don't think I, we I have, have actually, accents. I have actually been asked if I was from the North because I don't have a Southern accent. Okay. So. Okay. So full disclosure: we are from Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is right in the middle of the state. We got Protestant North above us. We got Catholic South below us. Okay, and Baton Rouge is like. Uh, Coruscant in the Star Wars movies, you know, it's it's the capital and, and it's the melting pot or whatever. I, I don't particularly think I have a, a heavy southern accent. Yeah. I have been told by some people, and it depends what area of the country they're from, that I have a southern accent. Uh, but uh, southern accents in movies are just nails on chalkboards. Let's talk about the, the one in particular. All right, you that go ahead. Which me... one? Which one gets you? I, is it? Is it a male? It is. Is it Peter Sarsgaard? Is Peter Sarsgaard? Okay, so that's a good example. Oh my! This is a great example of the movie Southern accent because I can honestly attest I've lived here my entire life, (laughs) and I've never heard anybody speak. I've never heard anybody speak like that, and arguably, I don't get out very much, but. it's just that real soft, like, I think that's what they teach in the Hollywood Southern mm-hmm. accent, you know, yeah. uh, compound. Can you try it? You think you could even sound like Well, that? he's just very soft like this. He's just talking like this. And listen, I think the Devereaux have a thing going on. I'm like, man, that's like two steps from Forrest, man. And there's this thing, like, and I know they're in terror, supposed to be in Homa, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and not exactly like Homa, but like the cutoff area. Mm-hmm. Of Louisiana, cut off. Uh, listen to LSU's head football coach Ed Ogeron, who sounds like the Cookie Monster when he talks. Uh-huh. 
we're going to get out there. We're going to make some gumbo. We're going to make some plays. I mean, that's, that's kind of how they talk down there. Uh, look up anything with former New Orleans Saints quarterback Bobby Abair mm-hmm. talking about anything, <laughs> really. And uh, uh, it's not, you know unintelligible i'm just saying like but there's a there's yeah, a their accents are, are very they're, they're thick, thick yeah. yeah like i'm not sure what peter sarsgaard was doing they, they do a wonderful character of that accent in uh the water boy with adam sandler mm-hmm. with farmer friend you know just kind of the gibberish <laughs> but um no but i mean for real like i've grown up yeah, I grew up in this area. I've played all over this state. And I mean, there are sometimes you go down there, you can't understand. understand. I'm, and I'm used to it. You yeah. know, I'm clued into it. And you got to kind of go, what? Because then you get in the, because you got the Cajun French down there. And yep. the Cajun French is different from uh, uh, proper French and that accent. Yeah, you know, there, there's, it's a decided, this, this state is decidedly unique. You know? <laughs> it really is. And, uh, and the, the dialects in this region, you know, are amazing. And, but there's this misconception that New Orleans has the Cajun accent, which it doesn't because the New Orleans accent, it being a port city, is actually more intimately related to someplace like Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like New York and Boston. It's, it's intimately more... Mm-hmm tied in with that then you get into like bayou country and then you get into the cajun french accent but as you get kind of more north going towards mississippi what that accent is which is kind of just you know the cracker redneck accent is uh cockney from britain slowed down yeah because and there's a great linguist who did a video on this. You should all check it out. It's it's fascinating stuff, but it's really slowed down. And uh, they did a study. People in the South, we talk how we do with the drawl sometimes because it's so hot down here, and and, and it's like this physical okay. thing. Like like yeah, but it's taking it out of us. But, but it's yeah, it really. And if you come on down here, it's really hot. It gets really humid in this area too. It is like a banana republic down here at times. I mean, you can see the humidity just just floating. If you wear glasses, you have to put them. I mean, under on my head as soon as I walk out because it's, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. Uh, take a shower and then walk outside. It feels like you got hit right in the gut. <laughs> right. It's amazing. You gotta go take another shower, but um. But they have this, there's this misconception that like the New Orleans accent is a Cajun accent, which it's not. Right. It's really not. Mm-mm. But nor is it what Peter Sarsgaard is doing. And uh, I, I don't know. So I didn't really hear, you know. He's got this like, it's like this old timey thing. Like, it's like this old thing right here, like he's doing. Now, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You know, and. I was waiting for him to go, I do declare, because, and I have never heard anybody down here say, I do declare, I do declare. Never. I, I, I do. Never. I do declare. And, I mean, so I was thinking about movies with Southern accents, and listen, I don't know what region of the country or world you're in, you know, listening to this, but I'm sure there's, like, the ones that, like, piss you off, too, when they do, like, your area. I'm thinking about Minnesota because that's one that gets done, you know, quite a bit, you know. And they do, oh, geez, you know. And that's, I, I don't know if I just offended the state of Minnesota with, oh, geez, you know. <laughs> Maybe the people in Wisconsin are going, yeah, that's how they talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how they talk. Yeah. No. But, um, 
I was making, I was making this list. Of, I was thinking about Southern movies, like, and I'm going like, oh my gosh, like, so one of the worst offenders is JFK, the movie JFK with Kevin Costner that Oliver Stone did about New Orleans District Attorney Jim Garrison, okay, trying to get to the bottom of the whole Kennedy assassination mm-hmm. thing, right? Okay, so there, there's the wonderful character actor Michael Rooker. Okay, Michael Rooker is most famous these days for being in Guardians of the Galaxy. He played Yondu, the blue guy. Everybody loves Michael Rooker, right? I mean, he was in uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And he plays investigator Bill Broussard in that movie, okay? Okay, so here's the deal. There's a scene There's a God. scene in this movie where he's on the phone with Kevin Costner playing Jim Garrison. And I'm going to try my best to approximate, <laughs> approximate this. Boss, I'm up to my elbows and crocodiles. Oh. And I'm like, A, I've never heard anybody talk like that down here and we don't say crocodiles down here it's alligators it's alligators and here's the thing for all of you out there who are not from this area when we talk about like a uh, a soda drink like a canned soda drink everything is coke Coke. (laughs) everything is coke you want a coke yeah yeah Yeah. and it's alligators it's not crocodiles boss i'm up to my elbows and crocodiles oh my god oswald acting alone boss going up to galatoire's to get some couscous (laughs) I need some hot boudin and couscous balls. We're going to push, push, push. (laughs) So just the accents in this movie just drives me up the wall. It it just, and I love the movie. And and listen, Aunt Jackie, Lori Metcalf, one of my favorites, she's guilty too. Boss, Oswald did it alone, boss. I do declare. I was waiting for her to say she had the vapors or something. You know, (laughs) it's just, listen, I'm not knocking on them. These are not, they're not bad people. I'm just making fun. Because it's kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. I'm up to my elbows and, and crocodiles. What about um, turning Violet? Is it Violet? Is that her name? What's her real name? Uh, Gina? Uh, Jenna Rollins? Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bunch of people. What there. did you think about her accent? <sighs> I almost feel like they had this, like, both of them, Peter and her, had this, like, Georgia thing going on. Like... When I heard I Jenna know. Rollins just, talk, it, and listen, Jenna Rollins is like one of our great actresses. She is like one of the, uh, I would say, top 10 American actresses of all time. And it's a shame that she's kind of best known these days for The Notebook, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, Never seen it. Never oh, watched Oh, you need to watch it one night. No, no, I'm good. We need to do a night where we watch movies that like everybody else has seen, but we haven't. I don't think so. So I'm going to do flash dance and you're going to do, you're going to do the notebook and we're in the twain. We shall meet. Um, (laughs) But uh, I feel like her uh, research for this uh, boiled down to watching golden girls reruns. And she was watching Rue McClanahan as right. That's what I was thinking of. Wasn't it Blanche? Yes, Uh, Blanche. Blanche Devereaux. Blanche Devereaux. Yeah. Yeah. Uh What was her name in this? Uh, Violet Devereaux. Devereaux. Maybe it's her sister. (laughs) Maybe well, was, she was. She said she was from South Carolina. I think. Okay. So that would so, make sense. That she's okay. Yeah. Then she gonna, is pulling more of that. So kind that of. That makes okay. okay. That makes sense. Not about it. But so she him, gets a pass. Him. He never said he was from anywhere. I don't think. No. So I don't understand what's going on with that. No, my mama raised a gentleman. It's, and they always do that kind of soft thing. Yeah. I bet British people know our pain because you know with Americans doing British yeah. accents, you know. Yeah. Oh man, I bet they do. <laughs> sure they do. Because because we just said they're kind of related the two yeah. the two accents. Uh, but uh, Michael Rooker, yeah, I'm up to my elbows and crocodiles, boss. Oswald acting alone, boss. It's it's it's, it's it's something, man. 
Then I was thinking about other movies, uh, Varsity Blues being one of them, and I love Varsity Blues, and this is for all my my peeps in Texas. Um, I mean, that's 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 you know you know I don't want your life, and then you got Paul <laughs> Walker in there. God bless him, Paul Walker. Rest in peace. I, I was a fan. I was a fan. Of, I was a fan of Walker, and uh, he's playing quarterback from West Texas by way of like California. Then I woke up. I realized we was going to be banging by a lot more than that, bro. You know, <laughs> like it's like Surfer McConaughey. Yeah, you know? I was going like to say Surfer McConaughey. Surfer but I'm wondering, like, and, and if and if you're out there and like there's been a movie made about your area, it's just you know the the, the accents are just like nope, nope. Let us know late night fright podcast at gmail dot com. But I, I do think the worst offender of all time is a John Travolta movie uh, called Life on the Line which is about uh, like linemen. linemen yeah. yeah. And oh my gosh, first off, I know we're veering off the path here, but <laughs> okay. So I don't know what exactly Travolta's doing. They're in Texas. Like another one, they're in West Texas. Gentlemen, this is going to be bad. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to play the trailer like coming out or going into like the news or something. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to have to play that. We're going to put that in the show. Um, but, uh, Oh my God. So this damn movie. Okay. So like his brother dies and then he ends up raising the kid. Okay. Who's like, you know, uh, eight or nine at the time. And then it's 16 years later and the kid is played by Kate. Uh, not uh, what's her name? Kate Bosworth, Kate Bosworth. Who's like pushing 40 and she's supposed to be like, you know, 22, you know, trying to go to college and it shows in every crease on her face, you know? And, uh, and, and he's her uncle and then somebody, then like her lost love comes back. It's Armageddon with linemen. Okay. But there's a hurricane that comes through that movie and this is the fastest moving hurricane I've ever seen. Like they're like, I feel like I want to watch this. Oh, you have to. Yeah. It's a rite of passage in, (laughs) in some tribes. They, if you sit through life on the line, like you've, you've achieved manhood. Well, okay. I, I made that up. Well, I'm hornswoggling our audience (laughs) right now. But um, life on the line, gentlemen, this is bad as it gets. And like this hurricane's knocking trains over. Like this hurricane is like the wrath of God from the Old Testament. This is like Old Testament biblical wrath of God. I know what we're doing after the show. We're going to drink coffee and watch life on the line. But um, but this this if you've never been in a hurricane, like they're not exactly the fastest no. things in the world. But this thing's moving at like. Yeah, Mach 2. <laughs> yeah, like, gentlemen, it has hit the Gulf Coast. And then, like, three hours later, they're all the way up, like, past Dallas. Like, it's hitting them. And it's like, man, like, no, and not like the bands of the storm. No, no, the it's actual. hitting them. It's hitting them, yeah. Gentlemen, we've got to keep the lights on. And Sharon Stone's in it for some reason. I don't know. Her character doesn't even have a name. It's just, like, dude's mom, you know? It's like, it's like, it's like she's an Oscar-nominated actress who, who showed her snatch snatch it's a haste in yeah. movie in a movie yeah the word i mean yeah it's all looping back you're right i know all looping back so anyway um did the accents make you mad they did in this movie they they kind of got did. to me a little bit too you know who was good though john hurt was okay mm-hmm. even though he was kind of slumming it a little bit <laughs> a little bit let's talk about the cast kate hudson is the oscar nominated yoga pants magnate daughter of goldie hawn i like goldie I like Goldie. Yep. I really like Goldie's man. I was about to say I like I really her like man her a man lot. a lot. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Kate Hudson? Kate Hudson, uh, for me, 
really peaked early. She peaked uh, with 2000's Almost Famous, mm-hmm. for which she was Oscar nominated. And that is a really great performance mm-hmm. that she gives in that movie as Penny Lane. That's, a, that is, that's one for the ages, really. That whole movie and mm-hmm. that cast, but she in particular, she's really good. And um, she's been kind of hit and miss for me with the movies that she's made. Yeah. It's like she kind of went the romantic comedy route. Right. And, you know, man, listen, more power to her. If she was having fun and getting paid, I am not going to to knock that. But it's just I haven't really outside of like almost famous been like wow <laughs> you know like, that's that's what i was gonna say i don't necessarily dislike her but her movies aren't always like i always did like how to lose a guy in 10 days i'll give i'll give her that one i do like that movie. you, you don't like bride wars absolutely not <laughs> bride wars isn't isn't your jam uh, no no it's not no uh so yeah it's it's more of like a movie thing you know there's nothing like different or interesting i feel like this might be like the most different thing but you know like that she yeah, she's did really, after i think she's really solid in this she, yeah, she, she is you know um I, I guess i guess what it is too like i don't know what a kate hudson performance is you know what yeah. i mean i don't know like what yeah. you know um because like i said i think we're getting the same kind of thing from every romantic comedy it's kind of that yeah. same yeah you know and so it's like we want to let's mix it up yeah. some and look, she's playing a character here. She's she's doing a really good job. It's just like I said, it's been so hit and miss. I, I think this is more of a high point for her than than a low point. Yeah, yeah. You know, but her and Almost Famous is really, really top notch. Mm-hmm. She's she's the really beating heart of that movie, and, and right. I love her very much in it. So I'm going to give her a thumbs up here. Yeah, let me give her a thumbs up. I like I like what she's doing. Uh, Jenna Rollins, as we said, is really one of America's great actresses, leading, supporting, whatever, character actress. Uh, she was married to the great John Cassavetes, if you know who he is. Uh, more power to you if you don't. Look him up. And uh, their son, Nick Cassavetes, is a filmmaker of some renown. And he appeared in the movie Face Off with Nicolas Cage. He mm-hmm. played uh, Dietrich, I think was the bald guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenna, uh, not Jenna. Uh, Gina Gershon's brother in that film. General is... Uh, I like what she's doing here too. She's playing that element of mystery. Yeah. Which I think, and she's really playing that element of mystery. (laughs) And I feel like there could have been a little more cat and mouse with the two of them. I think so. I really, I really think there could have been a little more going on there with her. She's, she's doing everything. She's milking this for all it's worth. Uh, We mentioned Peter Sarsgaard. We don't like his accent. Uh, He's another one, man. I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't like or dislike him. Sure it's just he's him. he's one that always just kind of shows up. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, there he is. Well, at least it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> did I say that out loud? I think you did. Was that a? I think you did. My grandma, grandma told me about uh, inside the head thoughts coming <laughs> outside the mouth. Uh, finally, uh, well, not finally. We have one more after this. Uh, John Hurt, the great John Hurt, two-time Academy Award nominee, John Hurt. He who gave birth to the alien in a horrifically violent way. Uh, he's in here, and uh, it, it's kind of a, a thankless role, but he does have a little bit to do. It's not quite weakened at Bernie's, you know, but uh, he does have a little bit to play. But I, I do feel like it's a little underneath him. But then you kind of wonder if they'd put somebody else in there, would it have been as effective as it is? Right. So 
he and Jenna Rollins, are they slumming it? Maybe. They're getting paid. It's a fun movie. It's right. fun. I think the I think the cast member that gets completely underused here is Joy Bryant. I know. The, the very talented, <laughs> very talented, very lovely, very, very effervescent mm-hmm. Joy Bryant. She has a, a not much to do here. Mm-mm. Not, not much to all. do. Was she like three or four scenes, I feel like? Three or four scenes, and then she's in the end, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. She goes dancing. Yeah. They listen to the Rebirth Brass Band. That's cool. And yeah. If you've never heard the Rebirth Brass Band, you really should. I've seen them live several times. Them and the Dirty Dozen Brass Band, both very good. Uh, that is not uh, something trite. That actually does happen down there in New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. The nightlife actually looks like the nightlife down there, too, <laughs> which is which I thought was, was really well yeah. done. I like the way they filmed the city too. I like the way that New Orleans, when they're in New Orleans, I like the way that it looks. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. Uh, and there, she knows where the laundromat is, where the hoodoo, yeah. where the hoodoo is. So let's talk about the uh, the story here in the twist. What do you think about the whole hoodoo thing? I thought that was very interesting because that is something down here. It I is. know someone personally who who is a practitioner and uh, uh, uses her powers for good. Not for bad. So. Okay. It's very interesting. I think it's, I think, it, okay. I think hoodoo always associated it with more evil, but okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I think it's, yeah. She, well, she, hoodoo specifically. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I don't practice hoodoo. So who, what do I, I do? don't either. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know anything. I just know that she does. And uh, I know that it's not voodoo. Right. Yeah. No, that, I think that's what's cool. You don't really hear about hoodoo. No. At all. Like you don't. It's not really something that's Yeah. Not you know, something. Yeah. Really di- really discussed. I think it's cool that they put it in the movie instead of actual voodoo. That's so I can't I can't speak to the authenticity of what they're doing with you know right. with the stuff here. I can only speak to what's in the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the stuff with the brick and they make the line mm-hmm. and you can't cross. I like the whole thing with the uh with with really what the movie hinges on is the body swapping. Right. And I like that uh, I like what this movie is ultimately about. It's about trapping her, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And uh, the whole backstory, the whole backstory is really kind of horrific, mm-hmm. and uh, kind of sort of gets into uh, racism, mm-hmm. you know. Gets in there, you know. It's a, it's a, it's a tragic part of our past, right. all over this country. Yes. But down here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we 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 try to own it, you know, make amends for it. But uh, it's it's it, it is. I don't like. I'm not glossing that over. Like, oh yeah, it's just something. Yeah, I mean, it is. It it was here. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, you 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 can't you can't ignore that it was. You here, can't really, ignore that it was you, here because you're going to have to learn from that. Exactly. Know? Then history is to be learned from. History go. is not to be erased. Right. I will just say there that. You go. But uh yeah, it's really horrific and uh kind of ingenious too. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh what do you think about our ultimate villains here? The uh the hoodoo. The hoodoo people. Yeah. The hoodoo people. <laughs> yeah. I think it I, I think it's cool. I think it's purify. Yeah. <laughs> I just I think it's really cool. I like that it you don't necessarily see it coming. 
I even though I mean I've seen it, but you saw I know it's coming. But that, I, and I remembered that there was something with a swap uh-huh. as it was coming. So it was really interesting to me watching it again. And like I said, it's like I know there's a swap, and then like, wait, is John Hurt already swapped? Right. Like he's already swapped, and then. Um, so then, you know, trying to figure out like, oh, how far back does it go? Like, mm-hmm. okay. And so, yeah, it was really cool. It was really an ingenious plan. Yeah. I think yeah. It, it, it feels very different. It's, it's, for a movie. it's cool. It's it solid. It's really solid. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it, it's just, I, I feel like it's missing an essential ingredient. It, it is. T- to move it into the sixth sense territory, mm-hmm. to move it into the twilight zone territory because it feels like it wants to go there and it, like it, it. it feels like it needs to be just a bit more gothic it just yeah that but i felt like once we got to that moment i felt like it was like here it is and it like you're kind of gone from it you know what i mean yeah you, you know what i'm saying like it just kind of felt like okay here it's all happening i felt like we needed to be in it some more and one of my favorite moments of this was that right there? That was your favorite moment. That was my favorite moment. <laughs> that was Papa Purify. That was this, that's exactly what it was. One of my favorite moments of this film was when the body swap had happened, and they cut to the ambulance, and Jenna Rollins and John Hurt are in the ambulance, and yes. they're they're the characters uh, that Kate Hudson and Peter Sarsgaard yeah. played, and they look at each other and just just a uh, 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 really kind of uh, moment of finality. Mm-hmm. That that I think was really kind of terrifying, and then the way that Kate Hudson and Sarsgaard, you know, kind of took over as those. as the priest and priestess yeah. talking was very, very. I think that was her best moment in this movie mm-hmm. too, when she was when she was she swapped over swapped to, yeah. over, yeah. And I like that that she was like noticeably different. Mm-hmm. Like I said, she's, she's very good in this. I don't want to imply that I was knocking on her at all, no, yeah, you know, no. but, but she's very good in this. Yeah. So. yeah I like, I like, I like that moment though. I like her grabbing the cigarette because you don't necessarily know what happens. The visual cue. But yeah. when she, you're like, okay, something, something definitely changed. Cause you and, know, she doesn't and, smoke cause we they already and, had this conversation. And clove cigarettes <laughs> yeah. too, which you got to commit. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna you, you you get in that clove cigarette. You're gonna you're gonna start to wear out, but you gotta you gotta commit. <laughs> gotta commit. You gotta commit to it. And listen, if you're making a movie about the South, you gotta commit to the accent. Yes. What the my elbows and crocodiles, boss? Going down. Gonna go to Galatron get some couscous. Come on, give me some couscous and boudin, boudin, boss. Oh my god. Uh before we take a break, I want to implore all of you out there who are either not sports fans or are not familiar with him, please check out LSU head coach Ed Ogeron when he speaks. Yes, indeed, he sounds like the cookie monster. And I know a lot of people uh, a while back were getting upset, you know, oh, that's awful, you're making fun of him. Well, we're from here, so... So we can. He's one, he's one of ours. He's one of ours. He sounds like family members I have. We're going to go out there. We're going to play the football. And that is how he, that's what he that sounds like. Exactly so let's, let's do a quick comparison here. Going to go out there. We're going to make gumbo. We're going to hit at the line. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take it to Alabama. Now let's, let's take it to the other direction here. Me love chocolate chip. Nom, 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 nom. It's close to the same thing. I'm waiting for Ed Ogeron to go. Nom, 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 nom. Chocolate chippy. Like chocolate chippies, oatmeal, oatmeal cookies. 
So uh, final question, uh, the twist in this, which we just uh, talked about, the uh, uh, body switching twist, did it work for you? Do you think it works? I think it works. I think it works too. Yeah. It doesn't feel like something that's out of left field. Uh, it, it, it works. It's been building towards it. Mm-hmm. I think it just could have had a little more of a setup. And so that payoff would be bam. Boom. Yeah, you know? right in your face. Because yeah. that's what's so wonderful about the sixth sense is that payoff is 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 fun. You know, it's a fun reveal, but it's also an emotional reveal, right. too. And so I think a little bit more. Uh, but this movie does what it does very well. Again, a, a nice kind of middle school introductory you know, uh, horror film. This, yeah. this kind of thing that gets you hooked. And supernatural stories are always fun. Always fun. Always fun. So how is your community hotel blend? I don't have any more. Ah, I don't have any more. Dead Sled, uh, Robert England's Stay Awake Blend. Listen, we're not getting money for this. If you have not tried the Robert England Stay Awake Blend, you are missing out. <laughs> it's amazing. It's got like honestly anything from Dead Sled. Dead Sled, so good. Dead they, Sled is really good. And they have a new Kane Hodder coming out, and they have an Elvira, Elvira. blend. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this: their Bella Lugosi uh, coffee and chicory mm-hmm. is really, so good. really good. We've their had that morning before. blend. I think is. That's an Top amazing notch. dark roast God, coffee. So yeah, good. if you if you like to feel your coffee, <laughs> uh, that's like, and the and the England blend has a little bit more caffeine. It's a it's something with the way that the the beans are, are mm-hmm. mixed. They've got a, a Vietnamese blend and maybe a Colombian kind of mixed together. So it's something. It's on the it's on the bag. It's really interesting. So mm-hmm. check them out. It, it, it's really good coffee you'll you'll really thank good. us for it uh and they have some nice swag to go with it but mm-hmm. uh anyway well we are going to take another short pause for a coffee cause this is also a news break so be sure to stay tuned for all of the fake news not fit to print i am dan and i am Faith, and we will see you on the other side listen to them children of the night What music they make. of a UFO that crash-landed recently in Cozy Corner have been greatly exaggerated. Scientists at the Cozy Corner Institute of Science and Stuff released a statement saying that the object that plummeted from the heavens and crashed hard into the Earth was not a flying saucer, nor was it a meteor. It was talk show host Ellen DeGeneres' popularity. Apparently she's an awful, awful person. 
Speaking of the Cozy Corner Institute of Science and stuff, the 4th of July is soon upon us and the good people at the Institute utilizing a $4 trillion grant from the United States government want us to remind you that hot dogs are made out of lips and assholes. So they're not good for you? The press release does not say. So they just want us to know that hot dogs are made out of lips and assholes. That's it. Our tax dollars hard at work. We have a, a sad bit of news to report. Longtime Cozy Corner High Band director Clark Clemens passed away over the weekend. Clemens, during his 20-year tenure at the high school, brought the music program to national prominence. He also smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. Clemens has been cremated and his remains stored in an ashtray. Fitting. Well, he fits now. He was too big before. And that is the news. Stay tuned for our final scores and a preview of next week's show. Daddy! Right here, sweetheart. Daddy got you something. These lives go out. I just don't want you to go. You know I have to. You be careful now. No shortcuts. Yes, ma'am. It's tracking in fast. Coming in off the Gulf. Power's already out in parts of Louisiana. Well, gentlemen, it's going to get bad. Father left me with nothing. I take care of no baby. I'm not a baby! Firefighters can't get to the fire, so we gotta find the breakers and kill the line. And remember, this whole train could still be hot. What do you think? Half a million volts ain't nothing to worry about. You a damn fool. Any little distraction will kill you. So you look after each other. You are your brother's keeper. Lights are out here, damn backup generator shorter because of all this rain. You gotta get the power on. They got transformers popping everywhere. They, the, the county is dark. I don't want to put my men down there in the storm. Linemen, though, that's what we do. It's good!
Welcome back to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. Faith, you hear that music? Is that the music I think it is? That is the music you think it is. That is the theme to Afterglow, the show that comes on after the Late Night Fright, mm-hmm. hosted by our good friend, Bobby D'Amato, who will indeed be here in studio with us in just a moment. He's going to help us out with a little something. But before we get to that, we have two bits of business to attend to. First Mm -hmm. off, Faith, what did you think of the trailer for Life on the Line? Uh, I feel like I I need to see the movie after watching the trailer. I don't think I need to, but I need to. (laughs) I completely understand where you're coming from. And and I I want to stress... That is a film that stars Academy Award nominee John Travolta. Yeah. And Academy Award nominee Sharon Stone. Gentlemen, this is bad. (laughs) This is bad. There it is. Listen listen, listen to that beauty right there. Oh, it's so beautiful. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yes. All right. Second bit of business. Let us score. The skeleton key. I'd like to hear your score first when we get to that moment. I'm very curious. My score for the skeleton key? Yeah. Okay. In lieu of stars tonight, Mm -hmm. we are going to be awarding pairs of fabletic yoga pants with a splatter print. There you go. Because she loves that splatter print for some reason. (laughs) Uh, Who's going first? Me? I want to hear yours. I feel like I always do get the honors, but... I am awarding the Skeleton Key 2.5 pairs of Fabletic Yoga Pants. You're actually nicer than me. I went, I went two. That's fair enough. After watching it again, I just, I really feel like it does need more like mystery, more kapow. You know, like it just, it really well, does. It, it, it's an enjoyable film. It, it got the, uh, it got a little bit of a, a, a bump because there's no Mardi Gras. Also, after watching it again, it kind of took me. It, I took it down a little bit because of that accent, Peter. Okay, Scar was doing. fair enough. It just, you know, it feels fair so enough. fake and fair enough. So I think both scores are fair for it. Yeah. So I, I could have gone two five, but you know. There we go. It, it's a splatter <laughs> print. What are you gonna do? Do you think the movie Hornswoggled? Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah, you know, you know that word, Faith. Hornswoggle. Yeah. Hornswoggle. Yeah, Dan, I do. <laughs> yeah, Dan, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's kooky. All right, skeleton key is in the books, so we are now officially in summer. Faith and I have picked four films, four summer-themed horror films. I think we have some good ones here. What we have to pick from. We have 1975's classic horror film, Jaws, from director Steven Spielberg. We have 1981's Friday the 13th Part 2 from director Steve Miner, celebrating his 40th anniversary this year. Isn't that something? We have Sleepaway Camp from 1982 or 3. It's on the bit of business that's in this box, and I don't remember who directed that. And we have uh, from 1988... I'm really looking forward to this one. <laughs> Cheerleader Camp or Bloody Pom Poms. Have you seen this one? I have not. Me neither. <laughs> I have not. Give me a K. Give me an I. Give me an L. Give me an L. <laughs> All right. So one other thing that we're going to do with these movies, because uh, we haven't seen these movies in a while, uh, whatever the pick is, we are going to venture a guess as to how many deaths there are in the movie the winner will get 
flabletic, fabletic, flabletic <laughs> yoga pants. All right. So, all right. He is here. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Bobby D'Amato, the host of Afterglow, the show that comes on after the late night fright. Bobby, how are you doing? Let me tell you something. It's real good to see both of you, but it is now just Bobby D. The the apostrophe and the Amato was throwing a lot of people off, so um, I'm not doing that anymore. I'd also like to say there is a lot more of me to love nowadays. Put on 30 pounds due to the uh, due to the thing that was out there, the poo poo 19. But uh, we're working, we're working it off, staying away from the chicken fingers and whatnot. But uh, it's good to see you two. How you two doing? I'm great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm great. I, I couldn't be better. All right. So what exactly are we doing here? What are we doing? We're like picking a movie. Is that what we're doing? We're going to pick a pick a scary, uh, uh, fright, creepy, crawly flick, and, and you guys are going to do it? That's exactly <laughs> what bad. we're doing. And you guys need me to read it? That's, yeah. Well, we hadn't seen you in a while, so we thought it would be fun. <laughs> okay, whatever. All right, come on, let's do it. I got a show to do. Faith, come on, do the honors. Come on, pick it, pick it, pick it. I'm picking it, I'm picking do it. it do it. Here you go. You do the honors. Here we go. Here we go. I apologize. My glucose levels have been a little weird. I've been getting some insulin ups and downs. You know, I haven't been All doing right. my hammer yeah. curls like I normally do. Probably haven't been going to Hooters as much, huh? Well, it's been shut down. I know, but you know, no Hooters. It's 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 been shut down. All right. Uh <laughs> All right, so you guys, uh, first summer movie. Oh, this is a classic. I'm gonna give you a little hint. Da 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 da. da. Uh, we got. Uh, is this a Spanish movie? A Spanish movie? Uh, I don't know if this is pronounced Jaws or Yaws. <laughs> I would think it's Jaws. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot more fun if it was Yaws. It's a Mexican. Uh, that would be a really funny Mexican movie. Shark. I was I was eating a lot of Mexican during the lockdown. Which which accounts for my appearance right now. I'm feeling a little doughy. Okay. So <laughs> you look great. First up, you got Jaws from 1975. Director Steven Spielberg. That'd be Spielbergo if it was Jaws, wouldn't it? Uh, starring Robert Shaw, Roy Scheider, Sky Scheider, and 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 Dick Dreyfus. <laughs> Dick Dreyfus. All right. So what we gotta do? We gotta venture an opinion on how many uh, how many what uh, deaths you got in the movie. Okay, Faith, yeah. you go first. Oh boy! Well, see now I'm gonna want to like review the movie in my head and try to count them all. Faith, I just need a number. I'll give you a number. I weigh 230 pounds right now. It's not a number that I'm looking for. I'm gonna go eleven. Eleven deaths. Sure. In Jaws. I don't know. Eight. Seven. I don't know. I can't remember. I bet you were a lot of fun to play games with. <laughs> All right, you going with seven? I don't know. I don't have a permanent number in my head yet. You would not do it on the prices, right, Dan? What about I you? Wouldn't. How many? How many are you going with? I'm trying to review the movie in my head. I I am going to go. We're counting off screen and on screen, correct? Yeah. Off screen and on screen. I'm going to go with five. I feel like there's more than that. I'm going with five. There's like seven or eight. I'm going with five. And we're not counting all the guys who died on the USS Indianapolis. That doesn't count. I'm going with five. I'm going to go seven. All right, Dan, you got five. Faith, you got seven. You guys need to like write that down and we'll review the movie and next week and we'll come in and pick again and whatnot. So, no, it was really good seeing you guys. Uh, I'm sorry I haven't been around because I've put on so much weight. I've been having trouble sleeping. Uh, I've been getting the uh, hyper, hyper hypertension i think is what they call it i'm not used to this i need to get back into the gym 
some lady was like, hey, dude, you're sitting in cottage cheese. I was like, lady, that's my ass. That is not nice. That is not nice. That's not very nice. She was wearing a mask at the time, so I couldn't tell if she was laughing or frowning. I don't know. Anyway, I got a show to do. So good seeing you guys, and I will see you on the flip side of everything. How's that? Sounds good. That sounds good. Thank you, Bobby. That was amazing. So amazing. He looks good. Yeah. Looks good. He could have stood to put on a few pounds. Yeah. 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 Did you eat a lot of Mexican? I did. I really did, actually. During Poo Poo 19? (laughs) Yeah, actually, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Lots of enchiladas and... Jaws. Yeah. Jaws. It would be a lot more fun if it was yaws. <laughs> yaws. Could you imagine if the shark had a sombrero? I was just thinking that. Yeah. Wasn't there Wasn't there a movie, a shark movie, with uh, a funny killer shark movie? I feel like, I feel gonna, like there is. Like, it was something killer jaws, but it wasn't killer jaws, it was something funny. Faith, we need we need this information right let me, now. Let me look. Let me funny look. funny shark movie. Yaws. Spielberg. Yaws. That's one of your favorites, isn't it? Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. And, I haven't and, seen it in a while. It's been a, it's been a minute for me too. Um. Have you got it? I'm trying to see. The people out there are waiting, Faith. Well, I'm trying to find it. They're giving me a weird list of stuff. Yeah. It just doesn't really. We may just have to pull that for next show. Yeah, because I'm not really well, seeing it. We have to discuss it. Yeah, I, I know, I know. There's, I know there's a funny shark movie out there. So we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. Well, we want to thank all of you for tuning in and letting us drone on for about an hour or so in your in your ear. I think we had some fun tonight. I think so. I think I think it was. I think, I think so. tonight was pretty fun. And wherever you are in the world, stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane, and as always. Take your vitamins. Take your vitamins. In the words of the late, great Soul Train host, Don Cornelius, be good to yourself and be good to your neighbor. We'll be back next week with Jaws. It feels like it's that time, doesn't it, it Faith? Does. Let's see if we snap our fingers on the count of three. Can we make the magic happen? Let's see. One, two, three. There it is. Time to say goodbye. We have a name on that movie, don't we? We do. What Santa it, Jaws. Santa Jaws. <laughs> The Santa hat wearing killer shark. Killer shark. You know, we're coming into July, mm-hmm. and there is Christmas in July. There is. Christmas should be every day, really. You should have Christmas in your heart every day, right? Every day. Isn't that what they say? Well, I'm kind of the Grinch. So. That's okay. So am I. That's why we get along so well. Might have to sneak that in. But next week is Yaws. Yeah. Yaws. Yaws. Senior Yaws. And possibly a double feature with Santa. Possibly. <laughs> Might happen. So uh, if you come down this way uh, to Louisiana, we all don't talk that way. And there are not alligators running around in the street. So you can can rest assured of that. (laughs) All right. We will see you next time. Take us home, Faith. May your coffin be cozy and your sarcophagus warm. May the light of the moon keep you safe from harm. Be you vampire, spook, specter, or beast. Always remember, keep keep your your monster monster on on a leash. leash. Especially if it's a shark in a Santa hat. Exactly. (laughs) See you on the other side.